Hi there, I'm Anna and welcome to Topical Punch. The show where my co-host Scott Russell and I pick prompts from the punch bowl that we discuss and elaborate on. The theme for this episode is lockdown and the current pandemic. It's just Scott and myself for this episode as current statewide restrictions have prevented the three of us from getting together. We touch on topics surrounding the current and previous lockdowns with input from our friends and followers. Don't forget to follow us on all socials and rate and review the show. Now let's dive into episode 10 of the Topical Punch podcast. Well, <laughs> let's see how we go without Russell. Hey, right? so um, get this. Current active cases in Victoria, 69. 69. <laughs> hey, dude. Let's, hey, Victoria, let's keep it that way. <laughs> Current active cases, 69. Hey, Victoria, work hard. Don't don't spread it, but also don't get better. Yeah. Just leave it at 69 so we have something to brag about. Mm. Ah, 69. Don't you want your freedom back? 69 though. <laughs> Actually, fuck it. Push it up to 420. Let's go all the way up. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't need that. Yes. So you guys, will, you guys will notice that we're, we're missing a voice. Uh, so oh, last wow. week we were missing your voice, Anna, on our aptly titled uh, episode. Yes. And this week, we're missing Russell. Russell. Obviously, now Victoria has entered its fourth lockdown, which we're all so goddamn fucking happy about, aren't we, guys? Yeah, just to Wrapped. as a point of reference, we're recording this on the 3rd of June. 3rd of June. 2021. Yes. So we are at the end of the first mm. week of lockdown. It was supposed to finish tonight, and tomorrow we were supposed to have our freedom back. But everyone in Victoria knows that that's never the fucking case. So here we are. Week one of two, possibly three or four. We'll see how we go. But we, uh, Anna and I, yesterday on our own personal Instagrams, put out some, um, well, Anna did it yesterday, I did mine today. We put out some polls and some questions in regards to Victoria's lockdowns, quarantines. Like I said, we've entered our fourth one. So we actually, I can say this because we do have a couple of international listeners. Mm -hmm. For our international listeners, the lockdowns do actually really fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of ones that have been very short lasting and there's a ones like this one where we're we're thinking, well, it might be here longer. we go. Like this Just is to be preface, I think it was last year our long our what was it second wave lockdown. We were in lockdown for a total of what initially was 6 weeks. Was ended up being like 6 months, right? It ended up being 111 days, I think or 100 and, Hundred and something days. It's nearly six months. So nearly six months. So six weeks turned into six months real quick. Fuck. And I mean, lucky for us, not like uh, not a lot of people were lucky enough. We were able to leave our house because of work. Well, yeah, yeah. So so basically, yeah. Mm. But a lot of people do. A lot of our audience is Australian, so we won't reiterate too much. But um, yeah, it is basically stay inside in your own house we are permitted to five kilometer radius only that's only just gone up to 10 um to to or tonight or whatever um and you can only go out for shopping and that's it and basically the police are policing uh the 5k radius very heavily now they weren't so much over the past week so that is enough to fucking take its toll on the Victorian people and also the Australian people because what affects people in Victoria also affects our families outside of Victoria as well yeah. and now people outside of Australia and all the rest of it. We've got a friend of mine, M, who is who dropped into um, New South Wales and was supposed to be dropping over to Victoria oh, just no. before the lockdown hit and she's like, nah, fuck this. I'm staying up here because oh we just haven't got our shit together yeah. down here. Mm. Um, so yeah, like I said, we, we, we did put out some polls, so we'll be touching on those a little bit later and shouting out a couple of our friends that, um, shouting out a couple of our friends that, uh, interacted and, um, yeah, participated in that. us shouting them out. Oh yeah, of course. Well, there's some touchy subjects in there that we'll leave anonymous, such as being vaccinated and all that. But, um, yeah, the, the, the general stuff and, and all that, uh, We'll touch on, but I'm going to dive into the bowl. Sure. Like I said, all these are all lockdown related uh, when it comes to us. So yes. this is mine. Ah, oh, it's a good positive start to the podcast. Who would you like to shout out for helping you get through this shit? Jojo and Scott. Nah. <laughs> I didn't do much. No. If anything, I was more of a hindrance. Not, no, not at all. I... You and Joe have helped me 
Joe in the way of like, she, I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think I'd be so, I guess, see the, like the grass is green on the other side type of perspective if it wasn't for Joe, only because we've had things, we've, we've had things that like held us together. As soon as lockdown was over, we like made sure to catch up, you know, we quit our jobs together. Like we, we did a lot of stuff as soon as we could. (laughs) We did a lot of stuff as soon as we could together out of lockdown we made those goals together I mean you and I made a lot of goals yeah but yeah I think outside of you and I yep definitely Joe shout out to Joe yeah like (laughs) that that question I forgot to preface obviously we have immensely helped each other Mm. you know through this and we've also been able to work all the way through as we've mentioned before um so Anna that chair is so goddamn loud I'm so sorry you need to stop moving (laughs) (laughs) sorry Um, sorry to anyone listening I'm going to compress these too so that's all going to be super loud oh shit Uh, anyway who cares um so obviously (laughs) outside of outside of you obviously you know we've been able to work we've been able to actually live very well during Mm -hmm. COVID um well as well as you fucking can right yeah um so who I would like to shout out is the Discord boys, uh, Headley, Ash, Andy, and my brothers, Lachlan and Tristan, because we all have been playing uh, a lot of video games together over over um, online and just giving each other something to look forward to, mm. uh, especially Headley and I. Um, we, you know, Anna would know, can vouch for this. There was almost... Not a night that Matt and I were jumping on for like an hour or two or even more just mm-hmm. to just to do something else, you know, not just work and go to sleep and work and go to sleep as as we were mm-hmm. for for him as well and, and 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 for us, if anything, this whole period of time has actually we've actually worked harder. yeah, we've worked longer hours because we're essential, you know heavy air quotes on my end and actually is essential. but it just means that, you know, there's actually more demand in some areas and there's a lot less demand in others. And we've been fortunate to be in a more demanding area, but that also takes its toll as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So to come home and have something something to look forward to again outside of coming home to my girlfriend and my and my cat and and all the and and all the good things at home. Um, to be able to just break the uh what's the word? Break the mundanity a little bit and jump yeah. into a game. And, but also, and have like fun. you and you and the boys hadn't played online for a while up until maybe, maybe this time last year, if not maybe March last year, because yep. we didn't we went so long with shitty internet, the connection just was never there. That's right. That's to right. Play I actually together. gave up on it because I was like, I'm I'm pinging at like hundred at best, <laughs> and I've had enough. So. Yeah. kicked it in the can for a little yeah. while. So then when we got NBN finally came here, which is good. Yeah. And that was at the right time too. Like imagine going through all that. All of all of COVID, all of lockdown with no NBN. On what is basically just wireless dial-up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was so fucking slow. Oh, anyway, first world problems. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd like to shout those boys out. And I'm going to bring that over here. Yeah. Bring it closer so I don't have to break my chair every time I reach over. <laughs> Um, what, what big plans have had to go on the back burner thanks to the pandemic? Oh my God. Uh, well, we were meant to go to Europe this time last year. In fact, we were meant to be coming back from Europe, I think by now last year. Yeah, probably sometime about that. So my sister lives in London. So we were meant to be visiting her and then like using London as a base and going to, Spain and France and it was going to be like our little getaway together. Mm-hmm. We actually, I think we said we weren't going to celebrate our anniversary that year and delay and for. And celebrate it in, that's right. Yeah. yeah we're going to, you know, we get each other presents. I, I think we agreed on, but we weren't going to go and do any like weekend in the city events or anything like that. We're going to leave yeah. that. So we put, oh, it was my birthday as well. We kind of stopped that celebration. Oh, yeah. To, to celebrate it over there as well. So mm-hmm. basically we missed out on like three different events, which in hindsight compared to everything else that's happened is nothing. But one of those things that just sucks that, you know, we'd saved up so much money um, 
over so much time to 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 make this trip and, and yeah. so excited because i i kind of caught the this sort of travel bug almost after kazakhstan and yeah. doing little australia trips here and there between kazakhstan and what was supposed to be europe and um i thought that was gonna really you know god really take off when it came to travel and just do a whole mm. bunch of stuff go to america and and you know experience everywhere culture, just experience everywhere. the world yeah. um it's uh, it's incredible how many years a lot of us are going to have to put off because of this shit. Yeah. You know, like how many years of our life is essentially going to be wasted, you know, and I know it's a negative way to look at it, but really like it, if you love to travel, mm. you've just basically had what's probably going to be, let's say, three to five years robbed from you of yeah, travel. for sure. Even within Australia. I mean – now, more or less, I think the push will be to explore Australia more. The tourism in Australia is definitely advertising for everyone to get out. Even like uh, the Victorian government, they were putting out those vouchers. Incentives to go to Gippsland and all that sort of to stuff. To go to rural Victoria. like, And yeah. they snapped up quick. And they're oh, whole... I would have taken – well, we ended up going to Phillip Island. But yeah. easily if there was a Gippsland voucher on the – up for grabs. Just no, no, no. To get so the fuck it's, out it's just two hundred and fifty dollars or something like that to go that anywhere. They give you, and you can use it anywhere. Nice. So, but on the, I think on the condition that you spend a minimum of whatever. So it's like yeah, two hundred fifty dollars towards a thousand dollars. Yeah, like yeah. It's kind of like when the government all those years ago gave everyone money to buy appliances, appliances. <laughs> <laughs> washing machines, selling out the front. Yeah, center. but funnily enough, so I actually had a. Um, Instagram poll, um, the question was, was there any major event you planned for 2020, 2021 that you had to cancel or postpone or settle for? So settle, I mean, as in like. Settle make, for less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Make sacrifices elsewhere. Um, a lot of people said Europe and traveling um, was meant to be three days into my half lap of Oz by now, overseas trip, wedding times three. Oh, I had a friend of mine. Um, a lot of weddings got cancelled. I had a friend of mine who had four wedding dates get cancelled and it was like within, no, it was three and then they, yeah, that's right, and they succeeded on the fourth. But um, they each time that they booked a place, a lockdown got announced two weeks before it. So annoying. Like it, I remember by the third post – um, you were telling me, oh my God, yeah, yes. Yeah, by the third post, they they announced it in their private group, I would imagine. Yeah. And then obviously word got out and then all that was on their story was just one story that said, please understand that we are absolutely heartbroken at the fact that we aren't able to get married as a couple because of this. Yeah. You can elope and all that, but you want to celebrate. Yeah, which I think a lot of people um, – I think this girl in particular who um, said wedding times three, I think they did a like a private ceremony with like family and all like them and a couple of witnesses, however much the restrictions allowed. But I think like most people, you do the whole like small ceremony or eloping, then you, you still want to celebrate with the extended friends and family that you have. Mm -hmm. And I think – I think I'm not 100% sure. So sorry if this is wrong, but I think that's what happened. They got they did their private thing and then they've been trying to organize a big event and it's just never happened. Keeps getting shut like, down. Yeah. Oh, um I know a lot of people had babies during lockdown and I know I know speaking to a few of those people that it's not what they thought like it's not bringing how they a wanted. Child into the yeah, world. it's not yeah. how they wanted to bring a child into the world, which yeah. is really. I mean, I had a my niece was born during a lockdown, uh, mind you, in London where things were just fucked from the things beginning. Were awful. Yeah, <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, and it, it's hard, especially when it's your first child. I think, mm. um, but yeah. yeah, um, well, that would probably be the same one for me, to be honest. I think. You know, obviously our big plan was to travel yeah, and to see the world and to do cool stuff. And We were meant to do a know, family holiday with your family. That's right. Yeah, we're supposed to go to Eden. That's right. <sighs> we're supposed to all go away and, and yeah, fuck me. Um, yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to pick another one out of the bowl, which is do you or will you miss any activities or things we did before COVID that probably won't continue? Um. 
I would really <laughs> hope that the things I did before COVID happen after. Mm. Um, obviously, I miss going to live concerts. Yeah. I performed uh, the day before this snap lockdown. snap lockdown happened. And it was so good to be up on stage again. And it was so good to, it was just me and my acoustic guitar. And it just felt, it felt good to be up there. Nerve wracking. First performance in like five years, mm-hmm. you know. You did Which so is, good though for a first performance back. It was very you. good. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> felt so good to be back up and felt so good to be in an environment of musos and just people that just want to be there for the music. Mm-hmm. Felt so good to be in the crowd again. You know, it's an it's a it's a very um it was the Elwood Lounge. Yeah. So the crowd on a Wednesday night isn't necessarily booming, but just people who were there for the for the overall experience and just to be around music. Yeah. Although that night, because it was the night before lockdown was in effect. Shut the fuck up, Siri. (laughs) It was the night before lockdown went into effect. So I'm pretty sure there are a few people there who weren't just performing but were there just so that they could be out. For the for one last time. For one last time. Even because everyone knew it was not gonna be a week. Mm. We're not fucking stupid. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we know this game. Yeah, because on on that on the Thursday when lockdown was in effect, the amount of cars driving back towards like out of the city, I was like, yeah, you guys are all out and about. Like, no, like an oath. No joke. Yeah, yeah. So uh look, I mean uh, missing something that'll that won't come back. I, I don't think anything will be gone for good. It just might be delayed. But what I miss the most is, you know, live concerts. I used to see maybe anywhere between four to six concerts a year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like I'd see, I'd see Alter Bridge, obviously whenever they come out, 12 Foot Ninja, uh, Periphery, whenever these yeah. guys are coming out, they come out maybe once every two to three years depending on their albums and whatnot. But, you know, there was always someone that I was like, you know, 12 Foot Ninja, Australian band, they were performing far out. When they were going at it, they'd perform down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they'd perform everywhere. Um, so I'd go to some kind of live show anywhere between four to six times a year. Easy. That sucks to not be doing that yeah. anymore. It'll be interesting to see how that all works out as well with mm. travel being obviously a, ma- a massive concern because I know when like the because they still made – the Australian Open still went ahead this year, which surprises me even still – with your Which absolutely <laughs> fucked us elite athletes like in hotel quarantine training for the tennis which is like the biggest event of the year in melbourne and just the numbers like i couldn't just, believe it yeah governmental just just to preface as well for those who don't know um because i know a majority of our listeners know us <laughs> yeah. at this stage um so i was actually and this will probably lead into a question later on but um, I actually worked in or work in a COVID lab. So any tests that were being done in Victoria, um, <laughs> I was working in that field. So that's that's why where <laughs> I guess I was – you hear about the news at home and then you go to work and it's kind of like a different story, whereas I was going to work, experiencing this shit, coming home, still experiencing this shit, <laughs> going yeah. into the shops – experience even more of it like yeah so um yeah we were in the thick of it and i mean fortunately i was able to get a job out of it but at the same time it's a bit like you know Mm. under what circumstances what sacrifices right Mm. all right next question (laughs) other than covid itself what has shocked you the most since the its beginning what has shocked most you first the panic buying oh i like the (laughs) the utter audacity that some people have to panic buy to the extreme that they've panic bought as well yeah because everyone's experience is different but we were out of toilet paper like i had to go to the store and buy boxes of tissues because there was no toilet paper on the shelves Mm -hmm. And then they put a limit on how much toilet paper you can buy. 
I don't know what people were expecting, but th- like <laughs> it, it's not like there was a rule that said you're not allowed to go shopping, you're not allowed to buy necessities when we're in lockdown. Um, even now with the snap lockdown, people started panic buying again. And then after our second wave, people tried to return what they panicked bought. And the stores were like, no yeah. way, mate. Like that's not happening. Yeah, that's probably what's baffled me the most. Also, just um, just people's ignorance about the whole situation on both sides, on the sides that don't understand uh, infectious diseases and the side that does. Mm-hmm. Like there were people conspiring that um, uh, COVID-19 gives you AIDS. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like what, dude? I witnessed that firsthand. Like AIDS, a sexually transmitted disease being transmitted by a sneeze. Can I tell you my story? Well, I mean, you know the story, but can I share my story? That Please do. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> um, so in the beginning of the pandemic, I was still working in retail and uh, it was when this was all going down, the panic buying started happening and at this at the store that I worked at, we sold camping foods, dehydrated or snap frozen food. You basically add water and heat it up and it, you've got spaghetti bolognese, whatever. This woman comes in, she's like, do you guys sell fr- like dry freeze fruit? I was like, yes. Do you sell it by the bucket? No, we sell them in like 250 gram bags. She's like, oh. By the bucket? What a you- strange unit of measurement. <laughs> <laughs> she- do you sell beans by the bucket? <laughs> no, we're a camping but she was like, store, man. She was like, do you, do, do you have stock? I said, yeah, like they're all the way down. I can show you where they are. She goes, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm going to have to grab a few. And then she's like. I'm going to have to grab a few buckets. <laughs> <laughs> but what are the odds that this woman comes up to me, the only person in the store who has, who works at the store who has a background in science, mm-hmm. biomedical science, and she comes up to me and she's like, oh, I don't want to scare you, but this virus thing, like, it's really serious. Like, it's getting really serious. I, I looked at it and I was like, oh, here we go. Red flag number one, she said, a report came out of the US today, okay, that this virus gives you AIDS. Not can give you AIDS, may give you AIDS. It gives you AIDS. You got a cough, you got AIDS. (laughs) I looked at her and I I was just like, she's too far gone to correct. Yeah. I said, oh, really? Oh. She goes, yes. You should have gone, oh, really? (coughs) (laughs) Should have. That would have scared the shit out of her. But she, I was like, oh, really? She's like, yes. So, like, this is serious. So I I would get prepared if I were you. This and is serious. Like, so I would wear a condom. And then she, she, gets, <laughs> she gets a trolley and she, like, races down. Anyway, long story short, she buys $850 worth of dry food. Which, let's be honest, dry dehydrated food from Anaconda, a retailer as well, $850 worth of that kind of food is probably like 40 packets. Yeah, not even. At best. Not even. And <laughs> and she also bought camping toilet paper as well. Like we, at that time we'd just gotten in these like maxi packs of toilet paper that you take camping, yeah. that you use on your porta potty. Yeah. Like the biodegradable stuff. And she, I'm she, pretty sure she bought one of those as well. Damn. What what? Um, another thing that was actually while we're on the topic of panic buying, I actually did put up a poll. So did I. <laughs> um, about panic buying, and the question was uh, thoughts on people buying. Sorry, panic buying goods and necessities. The um, the different options I gave them were a good, a neutral, and a bad. Uh, so number one, they're just looking out for their families. Number two, monkey see, monkey do. And number three was selfish with no consideration for fellow humans. Now, 66% of people that voted said selfish with no consideration for fellow humans, right? Um, 30% said monkey see, monkey do. And the last 3% said uh, they're just looking out for their families. Now, uh, while I do agree that it always ends up at answer C, that it's a very selfish act, mm-hmm. I what I honestly think it is is 
everyone has that moment of like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Everyone's out panic buying. Yeah. I should do my shopping. Yeah. Because then I'm not going to be able to have anything. Yeah. Then everyone does a normal shop plus a little bit of the thing that's going empty right now. Yeah. Eh, just a two bag. We did that's, it. That's all I need. Yeah. Uh, maybe just, I don't know, maybe just a can of soup, you know, just in case. I don't know. Normal shop. Uh, we are running low on toilet paper. I'll just grab a 24 pack, you know. An entire community of people per suburb, what do you think there is? Maybe two <laughs> to four grocery shops yeah, and like a handful of servos as well, yeah. right? Imagine an entire suburb, an entire community of people all doing a grocery shop at exactly the same time on exactly the same day. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. There are absolutely dumb cunts out there buying 48 rolls of toilet paper for a two-person house. Can I just say as well, I the amount of times I've done grocery shoppings and there have there are days in the week where it is relatively more busier on this particular day or afternoon at the s- supermarkets, I've never seen an empty shelf in my life ever. Correct. And one of these days when I went, went during the height of this panic buying, I went in. That was lockdown two, wasn't that it? That was lockdown two. That's when two. it was the absolute worst. That's when like every single shelf in every single store was empty. And you had to line up before you could get into the That's store. It. You can only buy one or two of certain things, right? But also, fuck the news because news outlets, there was a post of news, uh, an Australian news crew, right? Actually taking shit off the shelves, yes, so the yes. so the news reporter looked like she was reporting from an empty shelf. That was in the states as well. That was in the yeah. states, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? But I like walking through the store. I looked. I was like, oh, I we need tuna. Like we eat tuna on a regular basis, and we have no tuna. I had to get on my hands and knees and look underneath the shelf and found. Two cans, like remember, I that That's was right. the night I came. That's right. The afternoon I came home and I was crying because I was like, I'm not going back to the shops anymore yeah. because that was traumatic. The thing is, is like, so lockdown four, you'd think, and thankfully, the case was that most people realized that we're not fucking running out of shit tickets. Mm-hmm. We're good, right? Mm-hmm. We're fine. Unfortunately, the dumber half of society, actually, not even half, the dumber two thirds of society, <laughs> right? were out there panic buying, buying fucking, like I said, 48 rolls for a two-person house. Yeah. Imagine how much you got to be shitting per day to go through 48 rolls in a week. Not only that, but like where are you hoarding all that food? So a lot of people eventually, I guess, sort of realized throughout the four lockdowns that we're not running out of anything. So obviously the shops went absolutely mental on the Wednesday night because there's just people being people. I went to the shops Thursday night or Friday. It was Friday. Friday, That's right. I went to shops on Friday. Peaceful. Absolutely peaceful. And there was, guess what? There was toilet paper on the shelves. Mm -hmm. You fucking morons. I know only a certain amount of people are going to listen to this and probably not the ones that need to hear it. But if you know someone or by the off chance are someone that is out there panic buying during a pandemic where we need to be looking out for each other, and I mean this, from my whole entire heart. You're a fuckwit. <laughs> Dead set. And that is all I have to say. But also, can I just say, it is, it's quite interesting how, how far honesty can get you as well. There are people out there who are like, oh, no, I'm not panic buying, I'm not panic buying. But really they are stocking up. Like I yes. know someone who bought a second fridge because they panic bought so much they had nowhere to put it all. Yeah. You know, Um, so I think it's it's quite interesting to see. I mean, and I'll admit to it, too. When I was walking through that the shops that day, I called I called you and I said, is there anything else we need? I've got barely anything. I feel like this is going to be a wasted trip. And you're like, just get anything that you can. Yeah. Anything. Beans, Like like baked beans. We don't eat baked beans. I bought them because I was like, what if like what if there is a shortage? That was when that was legit though, when, like you said, everything was empty. Yeah. We live in a pretty populated area and Anna calling me and saying we have like no food for the week because we pretty much shop exactly what we need week to week. We're like 
we treat our groceries like HelloFresh. <laughs> like we get exactly what we need and that is all. And no more. Right? Um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden we're like starting to buy in excess of things that we don't need because we're there's this fucking programming mm-hmm. for, you know, again, monkey see, monkey do, right? Yeah. A person is smart, but people are stupid. We see everyone doing it. So we think, fuck, I just got to get a little bit for myself, right? Yeah. Maybe, you know, again, we don't need baked beans, but fuck, like there's literally nothing else. Yeah. Good luck at getting uh, meat at one stage too. I think that was lockdown three. Yeah. Dude, we're a meat eating household. Yeah. And we're eating like fucking tofu nightly. Are you kidding me? But it's like it's not Fuck. only it's not only that. Like when I was still working in retail during that time, we had some odd encounters with people panic panic buying not just food, not just toiletries, but weapons. weapons. Yeah, people were coming in and saying, "Do you guys sell ammunition?" I said, "Ammunition for what? Guns." <laughs> I looked at the guy and I was like, no, we don't sell anything. Hunting knives, I'm like, we've got small pocket knives, a Swiss army knife, nothing substantial. Oh, Give me you 16 guys- of them, I'll throw them. He's like, <laughs> no, but he's like, oh, but on your website you've got machetes. I said, yeah, we don't sell them anymore. Yeah, like, yeah we don't sell them anymore because 16 of you guys came in and fucking took them all. <laughs> but like it was, we were getting reports. I don't know if it's 100% true, but we were getting reports from people in the community that the local gun shop, had run Actually out closed of, down. Had closed down. Actually closed their doors, had, yeah. Because they had run out of bullets, mm-hmm. yeah. like ammunition. It was, we had, there was one guy who bought like, I think he bought like multiple hatchets. He bought elastic for a spear gun, like where you sell elastic for a spear, well, when I worked there, we sold elastic for a spear gun, but not an actual spear gun, you know. People buying things like rope, people buying things like, like as if this was a zombie apocalypse yeah. and they needed something to protect them because that is how narrow-minded, like it's it's so funny you hear all the time, don't believe everything you read or don't believe everything you see in the media because it's one-sided. And well, it's also agenda as well. Yeah, there's an agenda behind it. At the end of the day, it's business. Mm-hmm. Everything's business. Yeah. So it was quite interesting and frightening to see all these grown adults. I had went, like women coming up to me asking like for whistles. I was like, why do you need a whistle? Like to protect myself. I'm like that's that's when you go, yeah, we sell guns, lady coming up. <laughs> like, you- but like you know what I mean? It was like people were in this fight or flight mode where they thought they needed a weapon. I'm like, we live yeah. in Australia. Yeah, like a little bit of things were things never got that crazy though. It was just people being people and everyone unfortunately <laughs> falling for the trap at one stage because everyone was buying absolutely fucking everything. Mm. And the people like yourself and I, who were I pretty level headed, mm. are then left with the scraps because I'm not going into a shop that has four hundred people crammed into it while there's a pandemic. Yeah, no way. Right? And while masks aren't necessarily enforced just yet. So we're left with like picking up the scraps, you know, because the rest of humanity is fucking dumb as shit, mm. unfortunately. That, that and, also- and a lot of people can relate to that. But the thing is, is that there's also a lot of people that are listening that don't know that that person's them. Mm. That don't know that they're the ones that, you know, anyway, ignorance is bliss. Um, <laughs> now, speaking of people, right? I had some really cool friends of mine. A lot of people, actually, I never get this much engagement in any of my stories. So um, thank you to everyone. If anyone's listening that um, uh, collaborated with me on this, thank you very much. That was, yeah, a lot of, and like a lot of people like not only replying to the polls, but then backing up their messages in a DM with like a paragraph, which is awesome. Um, So my first question was, I have less questions than you do, so... um, We'll get through mine first because they're pretty quick. They're pretty rapid fire. So mm-hmm. were you eligible for JobKeeper? So anyone who's unaware of that, what that was is basically just an incentive. No, not not an incentive. A um, What do you call it? It was a, support. a, a government support system for people who couldn't work. Um, so it was it was a pretty decent – it got up to a pretty decent number. It was like 1,500 a fortnight, which yeah. you know, the criteria, is what it is. The criteria to meet JobKeeper, though, was quite interesting so people that definitely should have gotten JobKeeper weren't. Yes. And people that 
I'm, I'm not going to say shouldn't, but were less worthy of JobKeeper were getting it. And yep. they were getting the maxed out payment as well. Yes. Which is yes. which is very... Um, Just to quickly explain, JobKeeper was basically $1,500 a fortnight as long as you'd worked... If you had full-time, part-time... Um, contracted work. Contracted work or a casual uh, position in a business for over a year between set dates mm -hmm. and your business overheads had to have a 15% profit loss in the last financial year. Yes. So because I worked for Anaconda, they were considered with Spotlight. Yes. They and were Spotlight makes a profit every year greater than 15% or mm -hmm. something like that. I could be getting the numbers wrong, but basically I wasn't eligible for JobKeeper and I'd worked for the company for two years yeah. at that stage. Which is bullshit because like it baffles me that like that was the criteria. Like, oh, if the business as a whole, like the CEOs and the shareholders were on a fifth on a 30% growth increase, let's say. For a company like Spotlight, it's probably like 30%, right? Yeah. It's huge. It's huge. That's massive profit. I mean, um, to give you an example, to, Anaconda on its own, so, oh, sorry, Anaconda on its own had set up, I think it was like several new stores around Victoria in the, hmm. in the last eight months before that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so we're eligible for JobKeeper. Um, a lot of people were not eligible for JobKeeper and looking at the people that um, answered, I th I think a lot of them should have. Mm -hmm. um, fair enough. A lot of these these uh, these lovely people work from home, uh, as far as I know, um, and a lot of the guys as well were actually working throughout COVID. Um, so only literally only three people answered yes they were eligible for JobKeeper. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, alrighty. Next question was: How has your mental health been impacted through the lockdowns? Um, so I won't share the names of people, but uh, the first answer I got was, hell yeah. <laughs> Anxiety has been crippling. And then the reintroduction into society as well. So actually being taken away from everyone you know and love and then being, you know, Throw having to go back it. out. Like mm -hmm. I can absolutely attest to that because it was a challenge. Um, I was lucky enough to keep my job in IT. I'm working from home since last March, but it's been rough. I know that this person in particular... Um, I think, oh no, nope, I'm getting my people mixed up. Um, but yeah, hasn't worked a day in the office, um, at all since he started his job at this place. Uh, fuck yes, not great. <laughs> Discombobulating, uh, and caused severe anxiety. Mm -hmm. So that's obviously anxiety, depression, pretty huge, um, pretty huge impacts. Um, now. What is your opinion on the lockdowns in general? I said no wrong choice, but really there was a right choice. Uh, a, necessary evil. B, neutral indifference. C, absolute bullshit. Uh, you can guess which one I made the correct answer. Can I, can I just add something to that? Yes. So why do you think it's absolute bullshit? For a Look, lockdown. Think, think. For not so much for a lockdown it's more the amount of them okay. and the fact that people who are look i don't want to talk out of my ass here because I, I i'm not a uh a virologist or whatever the fuck they call them right um that's correct okay cool got him um <laughs> look i understand that the population as a whole okay go into lockdown keep each other safe that's fine what baffles me is that we're not policing more on the fact that the people who are vulnerable, the people who will actually die from this virus or have a higher percentage chance based on the data, we have enough of it now mm -hmm. based on the high, based on the percentage chance that this person with this condition or of this age or in this particular group, right? I understand it's easier. It's just fucking easier to lock everyone down, right? Mm -hmm. But for the good of the fucking people, that are healthy, that can probably kick this thing's ass if they wanted to, right? Everyone else has to suffer, mm -hmm. right? And also the hotel quarantine system that we have in Victoria. Oh, don't even get me started. Fuck me <laughs> dead. 
you know, just let them loose. Just let, just, you know what, just let the people that are infected with this shit coming from overseas, let them kiss everyone. No. Give them a kiss on the I way to the airport. Fuck sake. with that. Oh, oh, you think I'm serious? No. <laughs> Obviously I'm joking. No, what I what I mean is is that why why aren't we policing more that the people who are vulnerable, the people who are perhaps um, have suppressed immune systems or are of, of, of a certain age group or a certain risk factor, mm-hmm. we, sh- we should absolutely be quarantining people. But for fuck's sake, like we like the number, the, the survival rating for this virus is pretty substantial. The thing is, I understand what you're saying. That's why there's a push for a vaccine. Like that's why there's a push for people to get vaccinated because there are people who are of high risk who are not eligible to get the vaccine, not because of where they work, their socioeconomic status, et cetera. It's because of the conditions of their health. They're not able to get the vaccine. That's why the government's poorly promoting. They should be doing a better job of promoting vaccines and ensuring that it is safe and providing sufficient and substantial education and data to people to get rid of the tinfoil hat wearing mofos out there. (laughs) (laughs) But to back up the claims and the encouragement for getting the vaccine because, look, we're in, what, June? I'm pretty sure the government was expecting us all to at least have the first dose by now. Fair enough. Everyone. Speaking of vaccines, one of my polls was, uh, actually the one straight after that, uh, was also oh, the results for that poll were um, what's that? God, forty <laughs> percent of people saying that it yes, it's a necessary evil. It needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, another what? What's that? Thirty percent of people saying that it's that they're neutral. They're on the fence. Mm-hmm. The other thirty percent saying that it's absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, will you be getting vaccinated or are you vaccinated? Ninety-five percent of people, yes, mm-hmm. saying yes. Actually, sorry, ninety-two percent of people. The other eight percent saying no. And then my next question was, if not, then why? And the only the only person who responded said, because there's no current research into fertility impacts mm. and planning on expanding our family. The the thing which is, I think is absolutely fair enough. It is fair enough, but it's similar with any vaccine, you know. A lot of the data that backs up most vaccines out there are post, you know, administration, I guess. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's like that for anything, you know. There was like that, what was it, years ago they created a morning, like an anti-morning sickness vitamin that women would take so that they wouldn't get morning sickness. I could be wrong. It's something to do with pregnancy-related sim- symptoms. And these women took them and had babies who were born with no limbs. Jesus. And they didn't find out until after the fact and they realized, wait, all these women are having babies who have deformities and, like, they all seem to take this supplement. Shit. You know, only then the connections were made. Yeah. So it's it's hard it's hard to play the there needs to be more research game with anything really because a lot of, like, I Finergan that had chloroform in it. People were dosing their yeah, kids dude. with chloroform. I was copping the old Finergan every now and then. <laughs> a couple of New South Wales trips here and there. Bang. T- yeah, Finergs. TGA pulled it off the shelves. Were like, uh, you guys have been, you know, dosing up chloroform your kids. And parents are like, yeah, I fucking know. <laughs> Trust me, I was fully aware. <laughs> Want to knock that little fucker out? Um, all right, a couple more. What is the? Sorry, what is a big challenge you faced through this? Um, lack of socialization impacting my mood and motivation. Absolutely. No gym. Also can't go and shoot ocean photographs, which keeps me sane. Um, this is going from someone who actually makes a living off ocean photography, photography and yeah. surf photography and all that stuff. Um, mental health, money, business instability. Um, this is from someone who owns a, a dance instruction business. So of course, no one's going to want to dance with strangers during a pandemic. Uh, learning online. Uh, I thought I was a slow, <laughs> thought I was a slow learner initially, but boy, um, <laughs> yeah, for sure. No surfing. 
uh, another another peninsula bound surfer and financial struggles are major of course they would yeah. be right there's only so much job keeper can do and i'm pretty sure this particular person worked their ass off through all this or sorry before all this and didn't qualify yeah which is bullshit um now i personally believe we're in this for the long haul do you see the light at the end of the tunnel of all of this 63% of people said yes 37% said no quite a lot of people answered that one actually there's quite a few answers on that that haven't answered or replied to past ones mm-hmm. um now obviously the panic buying thing monkey see monkey do um selfish with no consideration um that one also had a lot of traffic so yeah very interesting to see what my fellow friends on on all this uh social media think because uh, like a lot of people are very like-minded mm-hmm. when it when it comes to it. Some of the prompts and stuff that they were answering were um, very uh, very one-sided, but there was a few that were split, um, mm-hmm. such as the uh, – now, obviously, a lot of people want to get the vaccine. Yeah, A lot of people just want to get back to normal again. Yeah. That's fair enough. That's kind of the path that we have to take to go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to people panic buying and all the other things, yeah. a lot of people have different views. Yeah, I think, I think the, if I could – if I could just put one thing into the universe and for it to come true is they shouldn't be rolling out a priority list for who gets the vaccine when. It should be if you're willing to get it, just go get it now. Like they've done yep. with so many. all Other countries in the world have no, especially third world, who have, I guess, access to the vaccine, have no problem vaccinating their whole po- entire population because it's a free resource to healthcare mm-hmm. where a lot of countries struggle with having access to good healthcare. People like you want to give me a vaccine from America and we live in a third world country, hundred percent. Let's take it. Yeah. You know, I think it's Israel has vaccinated their entire population. Their entire population is vaccinated at least with this first dose. Damn. If, if we looked at it from that perspective, I think there wouldn't be a problem, you know, just wow. go and get it whenever you can. Don't worry about priority list. Um, do we want to go through some of mine? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I posted my questions last night. I did not expect, like you, I did not expect anyone to participate. Dude, everyone's got a fucking, <laughs> everyone's got an opinion on this. It's great. But I think it's because everyone's been trying to avoid, and like we even came into this, creating this podcast, and we're like, let's not talk about coronavirus. Like, mm. let's not. But Heck, you're not when you're in your fourth fucking lockdown. Exactly. And it is, it's quite a significant part of our lives like we're probably going to be telling our kids and our kids kids about this Dude, they're going to be learning know? about this in school yeah this is a historical event yes like not only are we going to be telling our kids about it ourselves there's going to be curriculum we're going to our grandkids our grandchildren will be like nan <laughs> pop what was it like living through coronavirus well there were fuckwits running around with toilet paper <laughs> more than enough to last in a year and they were spending it in a week <laughs> Fuck me. All right. So the first question I had was, how has this pandemic affected your work? Uh, answer A was lost my job. B my B friend. was hasn't affected me much. And C was work has come about or more work has come about. Right. Um, obviously, I included that one because a lot of people still were able to work from home. Um, but also, like I said before, I've been quite lucky to get work from a pandemic, um, as well as extra work around that. War profiteering. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, I didn't calculate percentages, so I'm just going to say exact number because let's just out. Actually, I can probably figure it out. Yeah. Uh, 60% said it hasn't affected me much. Uh, what is that? 20% said lost my job. And 20% said more work has come about. So a lot of people haven't actually felt much different. Felt the impact. Yeah. Yeah, right. When it comes to their work. Interesting. quite interesting. Well, at least my followers. Um, (laughs) My friends and followers. Uh, Did you pick up a new hobby or habit during the lockdown periods? 62% said yes. 62% said crocheting. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, hold, hold on there. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so 62% said yes and 38% said no. Of <laughs> This is so funny. Of the 62% that said yes, uh, we had painting and singing, 
other than reading more Nothing New, uh, Joe, shout out to you, <laughs> old lady embroidery and drunk texting you. <laughs> nice. Good on her. <laughs> Many are nice. She's honest. <laughs> um, and this one's my favorite. Binge eating and drinking, a sport I have, master- uh, have mastered and am reinforcing for the fourth time now. <laughs> fuck yeah. I know who that is and fuck yeah. <laughs> Nicely done. Um, so the next question was, um, oh yeah, we talked about the major events. Yep. Um, there's any, we double up on just briefly pass over. That's all right. Uh, do you think you are coming out of this pandemic better and well prepared compared to before this shit hit the fan? (laughs) Excellent choice of words. (laughs) Uh, 79% said yes. But better prepared for what though? I guess in the way of like willing to adapt Right. Willing to seek solution. Um, I guess a lot of a lot of people have and a little bit more mental fortitude, you yeah, think? Yeah, sort of a lot of people have, like we did at the beginning of last year, had this concrete plan for the year. Like, we're gonna go travel and we're gonna go do this and we're gonna, you know, without a plan B, C, or D. Yeah. I think coming into this year, we were like, you know what? We're going to go full steam ahead into anything that we want to do this year and if anything derails us we're still going to keep going that's true because last year we lost all of our motivation right because everything just got pulled out from under us yeah and then this year we were like all right well let's do the podcast let's start changing up our daily routine let's start doing this and doing that we've 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 smashed i really hope a lot of people are uh, are doing doing the same thing and i actually think that a lot of people are i think a lot of people are trying to get more of a handle on their life and more control over their life because everything's been stripped away from us yeah even our fucking freedom Mm -hmm. so if you go super complacent and you just let life roll over you now then you'll probably never come out of the slump that COVID's put you in, right? And you, like, everyone's gotten into a fitness slump because you have no choice, right? Mm -hmm. There's people who are lucky enough to be able to fucking run 10, 15 Ks without getting shin splints. There's people who have road bikes, such as myself, you know, that are are lucky and able to still exercise. But there's people that only really go to gym Mm -hmm. and can't fit gym equipment in their house. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure it the fuck out. Or else you get put into a slump and a hole that you can't dig yourself out yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's actually a really good prompt. I will also preface that there are people who voted no, but I know for a fact that they they just can't see that they are. I think yep. when it comes to your emotional stability as well, especially during this, like, yes, we joke, yes, we laugh about, haha, another lockdown, like, you guys are fucking us over with hotel quarantine. But I think people are now more resilient to the fact they were just like, let's just do it. Everyone, let's just get tested. Let's get this over and done with because I am over this lockdown, you know. Um, Next question was uh, your experience with panic buying. Witnessed firsthand, I panicked and I bought. Didn't fall for shit. Surprisingly. Everyone said they didn't fall for shit, right? No. Majority said didn't fall for shit. And then everyone else said witness firsthand. No one said I panicked. No one's and gonna bought. no one's gonna own up to it. Even I will own up to the fact that yes, I did fall into a little bit of a scarcity mindset going to the shops yeah. after the first initial wave, you know? Yeah. Bought a couple of cans of like we still have two cans of canned soup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't eat canned we soup. We did, we did buy, but two <laughs> To our knowledge, we didn't actually need this because of the pandemic. We just needed it because we had water outages in our area. But oh, we bought yeah. the Dude, two gallons. We of bought we bought the fucking the big thing, the water liter, the thing big water jugs. Because I thought, well, fuck if the because I Im- immediately thought, fuck if the water gets contaminated, yeah. then we're actually fucked. <laughs> and what do you know? The Yarra Valley fucking kept putting out notices every two weeks that our drinking water was contaminated. Yeah. By whatever whatever sewage they, line, they found or remnants. They were, of, they were finding, yeah. yeah, basically like remnants and traces of COVID in the water. So they were basically saying, "Do not drink the tap water. Yeah. Like, don't drink it. You know, try not to even bathe in it." So yeah. I pull out my fucking twenty liter jug of water that I bought, and I was like, "I fucking knew this would happen." <laughs> and I sent it to my mate Lentz, who's super um. A super survivalist and you know like dude goes hiking he's the man of every, the outdoors yeah he's yeah. the out, most outdoor dude that I know 
And uh, he actually reached out to me today. It was really cute. Um, but he, I like sent him the text that I got from the Yarra Valley yeah. um, water and then sent him the fucking bottle of water. And I was <sighs> like, dude, I'm learning from the best. And he was so <laughs> proud of me. <laughs> Bless. Uh, next question. Um, have you learned anything new about yourself? Anna, I need you to speak into the microphone. Sorry. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Um, have you learned anything about yourself that you probably wouldn't have learnt without COVID? Mm, that's a good one. 89% said yes. 11% said no. I would have loved, did anyone elaborate after that in a reply or something? No. Oh, yes. Good. Yes. Good. Because I would love to, I would love to know where people, where people's minds yeah. are currently. So. For me, while you pull up examples, mm -hmm. it's definitely that. Like what I said before, so you just can't let complacency mm -hmm. go in. If you want to do something, find a way to do it during the lockdowns. Find a yeah. way to do it during quarantines. Because if you if you don't, you probably won't. Because while you're locked down inside your home, you kind of have all the time in the world now. Yeah, there's no excuse of social outings and all the rest of it distracting you. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So someone replied, "How strong my relationship is. How important nights at home are. Just talking." is for a relationship. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter what happens, I somehow found out how strong I was and to keep pushing through. Um, I can't always be the shoulder to lean on or I'll break. Got to share the load. That's a really important awesome. one because I think I think I held on to a lot of that because I was, for some reason, I was the go-to when it came to corona because I was so involved. Of course, um, yeah. I had my mum reaching out to me. I had people that I didn't really know that well constantly coming to me and being like, what are the numbers like? I'm like, I don't know. I don't have access to that. Yeah. You know, and even if I did, it's confidential. Yeah, exactly. Um, healing from burnout is possible. Is another one. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, next question. Because people were either not working or they were burning the fuck out. Like yeah. there was kind of no middle ground for people. Yeah. Crazy. Um. How has the pandemic impacted your mental health? Similar to one that you had. Uh, people said, I became more introverted. Uh, staying inside as a busy person has made me feel trapped and anxious. That's fair. I had to, uh, I had to get under control how, wait, there's some typos, sorry. Let me just, um, anxious, I had. Next one, come yeah. on. Okay, next one. <laughs> Um, I noticed a lot more depressive tendencies um, and I had to find a way to actively combat that. I've noticed I've slipped back, especially this past week, just with the first week of lockdown, that I'm slipping back into like lockdown one habits, Yeah, which is not good. Yeah. Um, I've, yeah. I'm much yeah. similar. I had so much anxiety in the beginning and now like the last two days I'm like, I can, I'm not breathing. I'm holding yeah. my breath. Yeah. Same. I need to breathe. Like even now I'm running out of breath as I talk mm. because I'm not breathing, you know. Um, mine improved. Self-care, focus and others when while others were more. People, you. Look, so many if typos. it's got a typo, just skip it. They don't deserve <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, definitely help Luckily me. my friends are smarter than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, this person um, is of science. <laughs> definitely help me to make the most of every moment. Um, I bottled other people's shit up, uh, that they put up on me unless I have a physical outlet to expel it. My mental health declined even further as the pandemic went on. A lot of people replied to this one. Um, made me realize how much I valued the time spent with my people. I need them. Uh, I've experienced anxiety for the first time in my life. I've never had it prior to 2020, which is quite interesting. Um, Definitely forced me to focus on my mental health better. Definitely became more moody and emotional, which I didn't realize until after the first two lockdowns. Some really, really transparent people. Um, thank you for sharing, by the way, everyone. Um, Thanks, do you guys. know anyone who has COVID or had COVID? Um, majority said no. Interesting that. Yeah. I actually know quite <laughs> a few people or know of a, a few people who had COVID, mm. which is quite interesting. Um, do I? <laughs> I'm being serious. Do I know those people that you know? 
Because other than that, I can't think of anyone. I'll be no, honest with you. No, well, they're all people. There's quite a few of them are from Kazakhstan. Right. Um. Oh, my cousin. Oh. Okay, then yes. She got COVID. You know her. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Sorry. Yes. Then, <laughs> then yes, I do know one person outside of Australia who got COVID. Um, dumbest thing you did during lockdown? Um, <laughs> did nothing. <laughs> Too much online shopping. Can agree. <laughs> Actually, my stream deck just came today. My online shopping from this lockdown. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm- We're going to have a soundboard next week, guys. It's going to be fun as fuck. <laughs> I'm the same. Um, do you wish you had spent your time in lockdown more wisely? 55% said yes. Yeah, pretty, which is, pretty common. I think pretty standard. Yeah. Um, and then last one, and I think this might be a good one to end on. Uh, what are you grateful for despite living through a pandemic? So um, a lot of people replied. Joe said you, as in me. Oh, thanks, Joe. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, my partner and I are both essential workers, so very grateful we lost no income. I think um, that's definitely going to be one of ours. For yeah, sure. for sure. Um, I'm grateful for my partner, puppy, and family, living in rural Vic, and the extra time with slash training my dog. I'm grateful for Zena for giving us so much entertainment outside of screen time. Oh, yeah. Um, Good on your bean. <laughs> still being here with all my loved ones. Grateful to have slowed the fuck down and had this time to reflect. Yeah. Grateful for lab friends. Nice. Shout out to you. Um, the care we give each other, uh, roof over my head, connected with my now partner over the lockdowns, friends, family, and just getting to be around the general public and seeing people's smiles. Time to chill. And also- you, can, you can kick that out now, unfortunately. Yeah. That's very, that's very <laughs> ill-timed. We all have to wear masks and be locked down and you're like, yeah, yeah I just love seeing people smile and being out and about. You can still <laughs> smile with a mask on, Scott. You can smile with your eyes. I guess you're right, but still, yeah, dude, I had a bloke coming. Dude, everyone making COVID jokes to people who work still, fucking stop it. <laughs> dude coming today and he goes, service with a smile. <laughs> Not that I can see. Dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, I said, I said to a guy, dude, this was enough to this was enough for me to freak the fuck out and lose my mind for a second. Dude comes in and he's he's spending so much time with me talking about a screwdriver while I'm literally feeling like a big invoice for an actual company for nails, right? Huge nail supply. Mm-hmm. And this dude's coming up being like, do you have any like thousand volt screwdrivers? And I'm like, dude, like I, f- I felt like saying, dude, really? Like they're in the screwdriver aisle, man. Let me do my invoice. Anyway, waste all my time. Grabs his Velcro wallet out, full oh grown man. Gosh. Full grown man, mid 30s, grabs his Velcro wallet. Hold on, let me just grab my cash. Fuck's sake. And then my computer, so well timed, signs me out of the system. And then he goes, Oh, don't tell me your computer's got COVID. And I wanted to launch a fist in his face. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Anyway, continue. I love venting about work. I love it when people cough and they're like, I literally had. Someone at work coughed one time. They're like, don't worry, I don't have COVID. I'm just a smoker. <laughs> <laughs> and a dude come in from across the road and we go, where's your mask, mate? And he goes, I don't wear a mask. Goes, I can't breathe in it. He goes, why? It's because I smoke too much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On your mate. Um, uh, grateful for time to chill and also appreciate the little things coming out of it all. Which is lovely. Good, some really good perspectives there. Thank you, everyone, for sharing. And thank you for people who, who got candid. Yeah. It's yeah, quite. That's, um, that's, that's when I was, yeah, a couple of people got a little vulnerable in mind. And actually in the DMs further, which I won't go into, it's quite private stuff. A couple yeah. of my friends are actually really going through it, man. Yeah. Um, financially or, or, or mentally. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I would like actually us to answer to that question um, real quick. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You first. My health. Like, yeah. I think if anything – I don't have anything to complain about. I'm very grateful we are healthy and we live in Australia. Despite how shit this, these lockdowns have been in the overall, there are little things that have come out of it that I don't think we would have been able to experience had we not gone through the lockdown. So yeah. I'm, very, I'm very grateful we live in Australia. We have a system set up to protect us. It's not like in the States where they've just kind of given up from, yeah. from what we can see on our end, 
it seems very much like the government's just been like, you guys can do whatever the fuck you yeah. want. If you're not going to listen to the rules, don't listen to the rules. I know I give our government a little bit of shit for how they're handling it, but Australia, New Zealand is yeah, pretty New much Zealand, the A1 100%. of the standard for people of what we should have in regards to COVID. Um, but Victoria, Australia, all the rest of it, we are, I, I know we're just trying to do the right thing as yeah. a as a community. Uh, it does suck, and it does suck that we have our freedom stripped from us from mm-hmm. time to time. Um, but every system has flaws. That's it, man. Yeah. Um, we do live in a very good place, even even taking all that into account, all the negatives. Mm-hmm. I think we'd still rather live in Australia than over in the States sure. at the moment anyway. Because, sure. I mean, I think the States probably have a much higher rollout of the vaccine than what we do, I'd imagine. They, but, their yeah. vaccination rate's quite good, actually. Yeah. So, quite good. Um, yeah, I'm probably most grateful for um, – I've been, I think, probably more social over the past year. Me too, year, actually, yeah. Whether it's through you know, online or, or, or Discord or Zooms or and then finally catching up with friends. Like you've caught up with more friends between the lockdowns this year than I have even years before this was we even a thought. Have, yeah. um, so very thankful for, for, for friends um, and family and mm-hmm. just – People not only being willing to go out and and catch up, but actually wanting to and actually like really giving me something to look forward to mm-hmm. socially. I'm not a very social, you know, not a very social person um, when it comes to big events and stuff like that. Like I'm, I'm more introverted than I am extroverted. This mm-hmm. year's kind of actually brought that slight bit of extroverted yeah. side out, which is which is really cool. It's, so it's the perspective. I think when, yeah. when you're able to I miss see, being around people. Yeah. When you're able to see what it's like to have that taken away from you, yeah. you want everything to do with it. Yeah. I'm sick of my own thoughts. I want to hear other people's now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, well, thank you very much guys. That's probably going to be it. Um, just over an hour, which is very nice. Um, yeah. again, thank you to everyone who reached out to Anna and I, I know it only takes a second, but it allows us to, elaborate and talk about things that are pretty serious yep. and uh hopefully the people that did uh interact actually do listen to this and and uh can understand why we probably didn't shout out their names um if that's what they wanted out of this yeah. it's some of them some of them some of the stuff's a bit personal yeah and you don't know what people like to keep close to the chest and whatnot. Yeah. so but regardless anyway guys thank you very much for listening oh. thank you for interacting uh and anna i just wanted to quick quickly disclaim if we mention any facts, which I know I have and I probably butchered them, um, please feel free to fact check me and let me know that I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a virologist. I just have strong opinions <laughs> that probably don't make any fucking sense. No, there's a lot of information we've both read that might have overlapped. So, yeah. Yeah. And oh, like no, I said, yeah. do not take, I'm going to put it in the VO role beforehand. Don't yeah. take advice from me. <laughs> don't I'm take advice from me. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you very much. And we'll Thank see you in the you. next one.